Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's Beautiful Mind was an incredibly influential 20th century writer, activist, existentialist philosopher, social theorist, and leading feminist. Her work has had an immense impact on modern feminist theory, and more recently, on gender theory. Let's talk about the remarkable Simone de Beauvoir. Simone was born on January 9, 1908, into a bourgeois Parisian family. Her father was an aspiring actor in his early years before settling down as a legal clerk. Her mother came from a wealthy banking family and was a very religious Catholic. As children, Simone and her younger sister were also very religious. For a while, Simone even had her heart set on becoming a nun. In the aftermath of World War I, Her family lost most of its wealth, and Simone and her sister were sent to a prestigious convent school. While there, Simone withdrew from her religiosity and spent the rest of her life as a devoted atheist. In one of her later autobiographies, Simone wrote of her childhood and later chosen profession. My father's individualism and pagan ethical standards were in complete contrast to the rigidly moral conventionalism of my mother's teaching. This disequilibrium, which made my life a kind of endless disputation, is the main reason why I became an intellectual. Like many of the beautiful minds we're covering this month, Simone's great intellect was apparent from a very early age. Her father regaled his friends with stories of her early intellectual exploits and would boast that she thinks like a man, which apparently was meant as a compliment at the time. Simone studied philosophy at the Sorbonne and graduated in 1929. During her studies, Simone met the young Jean-Paul Sartre, who himself would become one of the leading philosopher-writers of the 20th century. Simone became part of his circle of burgeoning existentialists. 
Sartre and Simone would spend the rest of their lives together in one way or another, leading one of the most interesting and fruitful partnerships of the 20th century. Besides maintaining a lifelong soul partnership, equivalent to an open romantic partnership today, the two heavily influenced each other's philosophical and literary work. Simone taught in various French private schools until 1943, when she was able to quit her day job to write full-time. That year, Simone published her first novel, She Came to Stay. A year later, Simone published her first philosophical essay on existentialist ethics. In 1945, after the end of World War II, Simone became co-editor of an influential monthly political journal that Sartre had initially founded with other major existentialists of the period. Simone would retain this editorial role until her death and use the journal as a testing ground for many of her ideas before turning them into full-blown novels or essays. In 1949, Simone published what has become her most influential work, The Second Sex. In it, she introduces the famous phrase, one is not born, but becomes a woman. C'est que être femme, ce n'est pas une donnée naturelle. C'est le résultat d'une histoire. Il n'y a pas this is the first modern intellectual articulation of the idea that there's a distinction between biological sex and the social constructions that we call gender. Simone argued that the fundamental basis for the historic oppression of women is not an inborn deficiency, but a historical and social construction of women as the other by men. She argued that men have othered women by inventing a false conception of women as having an aura of mystery that's seemingly inexplicable to men. Thus, men are not obliged to try and understand women or their problems, nor are they required to help with those problems. Simone compared this to similar forms of oppression that members of minority racial and religious groups experience. She also argued that the option for women to stay in the home is further means of women's othering. Throughout the 1950s and 1960s, Simone continued writing. She published many essays, and she continued writing fiction, including her famous novel, The Mandarins, in 1954. She also wrote a four-part autobiography, four books of philosophy, travel books on China and the U.S., and several volumes of short stories. In addition to feminism, Simone's later work also discussed aging. She was horrified by what she saw as the indifference with which modern society treats the elderly. On April 14, 1986, at the age of 78, Simone died of pneumonia in Paris. She's buried there next to Jean-Paul Sartre. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another beautiful mind. Special thanks to my favorite sister and co-creator, Liz Kaplan. Talk to you tomorrow. Before you go, I want to tell you about another show I think you'll love. Recorded at Caveat in New York City, each episode of Nevertheless She Existed brings the story of an erased woman from history from their Lower East Side speakeasy right to your earbuds. You'll hear tales of gay nuns burned as witches, queens of New York City thieves, mothers, warriors, and poets. 
The fabulous, funny, and fierce Molly Gaby and Kylie Holloway serve as hosts as you travel down the rabbit hole of women's history. So check out Nevertheless She Existed wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy. Yeah. Right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In a world where fossil fuel companies are terrified of school children. Where world leaders are ignoring climate science. Bing, bing, bong, bong. And nature is recreating doomsday movie plots. What will happen next? It's up to you. Listen to the Outrage and Optimism podcast.